Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Slash J. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. It's in the hands of the coach's son. How about that? Is that appropriate? Don't you know just someday he'll be a coach of his own program? <laughs> this is becoming a family dynasty, if you will. And that's what a year he's had, too. and the Huskies have their dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday, which we'll talk about things that are bothering us in the world of sports. And, of course, we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And not only is it me and Joe, but we also, once again, back by popular demand, I will say, former Razorback pitcher Trent Daniel joining us in the Hogsmeade Market Studios. And it's good to have you back in, Trent, and hopefully from all the storms and crazy weather, you were able to make it in all right, I man. was, man. I appreciate appreciate y'all having me back on. Look, yeah. Been looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we, we were kind of talking during the break, but uh, you're you're all good where you were at and, and everything, because that's kind of the thing you got to check on everybody here in the central Arkansas area. But uh, I guess where you were at, living, working, all that stuff, everything's good where you yeah, were at. Yeah, I mean, I was in Bryant when it came through, so obviously it stayed north and west of us. But like I was telling you, our shop's off MacArthur over there. I mean, it was a quarter of a mile or less from... I mean, it came right through there. It's it's crazy to go over there and see what happened at Burns Park. So, I'm glad the the numbers could have been a lot worse. I feel like for the population area and all that. So, hopefully, we're we're more prepared and aware for tonight. Absolutely. And uh, with your work, has anything changed with that being so close to uh, some of the damage? No, it didn't really affect us. I mean, they've got the roads kind of cleared through there and all that. But as far as us, I mean, we come in from 4:30 a lot, so we're I got to you know drive past Rodney Parham and see all that, but uh, it, it hasn't affected us out there too yeah. much. Yeah, that's good. Again, it's uh, it, it's crazy out there, folks. For uh, for everybody still dealing with stuff because that, that's the recovery that takes so much time and so much effort and trying to get back mm-hmm. to it. So uh, we're going to continue to tr- update everybody and uh, keep everybody informed on ways that they can help and can donate and can uh, be a part of it too. Because there's a lot of people that lost a uh, few things here and there, and other people that lost a lot more. They're so. still working to get it up and running on Cantrell uh, by Purple Cow because of the fact that the stoplights were actually blown off the pole. So not only are they trying to get power in the area, but they're trying to get the stoplights back on the pole, get that repaired, and they're having a direct traffic going through there still. So traffic is backed up during work hours, especially early in the morning and then in the evening trying to get home. Jeez, yeah. yeah. Cantrell's already packed as yeah. it is. And again, without, without traffic lights and everything, it makes it even more difficult. Which And it's only in that area because once you make it through, then it's everything's, fine. yeah, it's smooth sailing from there. Yeah. It's like the old school way of doing it, you know, sitting in there in the middle of the intersection and people doing that and reaching you over there and everything too. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's great though. It's great that uh, you get, again, people stepping up, people knowing what to do and uh, like I said, hopefully the weather tonight heading into tomorrow morning won't be too bad. But, uh, Trent, I know it's you know it's been a while, and there's been a lot that's transpired since the last time uh, you were with us, uh, not only on the baseball side of things, but I also know you're just a Razorback fan in general and uh, following along on the uh, the basketball NCAA tournament too. So it was, it was a fun run, fun ride, but uh, unfortunately came up a little short against the eventual national champions in UConn in the Sweet 16. Yeah, like we were saying, I was, you know, I was coming in on Tuesday. That was our plan, and... You're traveling. I was like, let's let's keep this going. I'm not coming in until you know, hopefully till this week. But um, now it's good to be back, and 
you know, you, you saw how good UConn, I mean, they're incredible to watch. I, I enjoyed watching them even when they played us, you know, unfortunately, but, you know, impressive team. Especially when you have someone as dominant, and, and no matter the sport, but when you see somebody just kind of go through everybody a certain way, you know, like even if you throw up like Georgia, for instance, in football this past year, they had a couple of, of team games here and there, but when they did what they did to TCU in the championship game, it's like some people like that. Some people say, hey, man, you just love seeing dominance, which I get that. I, I think that there's a an element to it as well, but uh, there are some teams out there that sometimes it's just about playing your best and, and hitting your stride and UConn for I don't know what got into them, but man, they just started killing it and destroying everybody there at the end. Well, yeah, they figured it out simply because uh, out of conference they dominated. All their losses came in conference play, so it was about the teams that knew them best. And once they got back out of conference and tournament play, it it was easy for them. Yeah, again, I I appreciated them, and I like Danny Hurley because that's the thing is like I I think with coaches and and how they approach the game, whether especially in college, like there's there's different ways to skin a cat. There's different ways of coaching styles and everything. And I'm sure you can attest to this trend also in baseball. It's like there's not one way and right way of doing it, but like Danny Hurley, he's kind of a madman. Like he's kind of insane, but it's kind of like interesting and intriguing for Mm -hmm. people watching him and how he works and his emotions and uh, obviously what he does works well because he just won a national championship. But that was one of the things that stood out to me about Hurley was just, you know, you see so many coaches like, you know, the Bill Selves and the Coach K's and the Roy Williams, and and that's great and that works. But then you can also have uh, guys that are pretty almost unstable in a way, like Danny Hurley getting it done too. Uh, I really – after they won their final four game and he came in, he was like, we're not celebrating any of this. We knew we were going to win. We'll celebrate Monday. I, I definitely like that. Yeah. I like that attitude. I mean, they played like him for sure. You could see their play style resembled his demeanor, I think. Yeah. There's almost like a, a little bit of resemblances. People try to compare like him and Muss because if, you know, I don't know if Muss would say this exact same things, but when it just comes to their emotion and their, you know, their passion and they're getting fired up and everything, I think there is – that as well as the family ties and connections to coaching and all of that, uh, that's kind of where it's like, I was just glad somebody like Danny Hurley won because it shows that, hey, that you can have different coaching styles, different playing styles, different way of approaching the game and still find a lot of success to go along with it too. He's on top of the world right now and he'll be able to recruit well because of it. How they've played over the past couple of seasons, they'll be able to get more players in. Because mm-hmm. it's his, it's brother that's Bobby, right? Yeah. Okay. He coaches at Arizona State. Yeah. It's got to kill him inside. Right? In fact, that he's like, oh, my brother got a title before I did, man. <laughs> yeah, but Bob, kill. you know, he got all the glory as a player. So yeah, it's, true. it's a trade-off. True. true. Yeah, he was part of those Duke teams that were absolutely unstoppable yeah. as well. So, uh, But we know also with uh, with baseball, you know, Razorback baseball taking care of business against Alabama this past weekend, which, you know, I, I know it cracks me up with fans. And I'm not trying to hate on anybody. But my goodness, man, it's like that first game when they got smoked, on that Friday, you were everywhere. Oh my goodness! It's just like, and they do it every single time. And what cracked me up is one of the things that people didn't even realize is that two years ago, when Arkansas rolled through the SEC and won every series, all ten series, that exact same thing happened where Bama smoked them sixteen to one in the first game, and Arkansas won the series. And it just again, I know fans are going to be reactionary to whatever games in front of them. But I think it's also a great thing for a team like Arkansas to say, all right, we got smoked on a Friday at home in front of our home crowd for us to come back and take care of business in the next two games and get the series win because that's what matters. Yeah, I think so. And I think I heard that they're are they undefeated in uh, games where three, three runs or less, something like that. They're, it, Sounds there's right, some yeah. stat like that, and that's good to hear. But, you know, there, there's those games, especially early, early in the series, you just kind of let them go a little bit. Like you're not going to – we're not going to bring in our best relievers when it's getting a little bit out of hand because that just doesn't make sense. You got a, you got two more games, so it, it is good to see them bounce back, and especially the way I thought relievers coming in, some guys throwing back to back days, you know, extending out Carter on Sunday. So I mean, it was good to see, especially the bullpen. They threw the whole game Sunday pretty much. So I mean, they're it's good to see that coming into form and who's going to be where and. You know, maybe we hold on until Tiger gets back and you can shuffle some guys into the rotation maybe. I mean, you know, there's a lot of possibilities, but it's good to see the, the bullpen really step up. They they had to have them. 
It's baseball for you, and it, yeah. it is, you know, the strategy that you have to go about. You do have to kind of sacrifice some of the lineups and some of the games where you still want to win every game, yeah. but you realize that if you aren't able to use the strongest lineup, you may drop that one, but you come back stronger for some more games. Yeah, and, you know, this year they've got the run rule, so it's like even more you're kind of like, let's punt, let's I mean, you don't want to say let's get beat by 10, but you're right there. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, you know, like the game's over. Now we we say it even more another arm or two, and when we move on to the next day, that's the best thing about baseball. You get to play another day. It's not just one game. Well, it's like, uh, again, not making excuses for when it happened, but I always felt like that NC State series and that super regional, that Arkansas balling them out like 22 to yeah. 2 or whatever it was. I'm like, that was the best thing that could have happened to NC State. Because yeah. if Arkansas would have won in a close one and they would have had to burn through the, that pitching exactly. rotation, uh, that would have been huge too. But when you mentioned the bullpen, uh, that was the, you know, I think it was something on uh, social media where, you know, you get kind of the inside access. I think it was a Talks Plus maybe, but you saw Dave Van Horn meets with the team out there on the field. And I was like, the first thing he mentioned was just like, how about that, yeah. you know, how about that bullpen? How about the, those pitchers and stuff? Because you feel like on Sundays, Usually when uh, you're just going to throw some guys out yeah. there and hopefully they can maintain it, maybe some high-scoring games. But uh, that wasn't the case on that Sunday where uh, not only did you have a great performance by the bullpen, but they were able to go for a while, too, and, and to get the victory and get the series win. Yeah, and, you know, they've probably been hearing it for a little bit. You know, there, there's some weaknesses in the bullpen or some arms down. So you have some guys step up and get it done. I mean, it's just like – I wasn't surprised that DVH let them hear that. And, I mean, they should have been excited about how they performed because that's a good team they just played. I mean, I know Alabama baseball is not – they're usually towards the bottom, but you look at their record coming in, who they played in conference, you can kind of – you know, you just look at the conference record, you're kind of like, uh, they're not any good. Well, you look at who they played so far. You know, they played some really good teams. They can obviously swing the bat. So it was good to see the bullpen, I mean, basically clamp them down for nine innings. Now the Razorbacks will be tested once again going on the road, going to Ole Miss against the defending champs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You know, that's another – you can fall into a trap there. That I think they're 1-8 and eight in conference, and which is crazy. Them and Mississippi State both. But it's Ole Miss. I mean, they're, it's, you're going to be in Oxford. They're going to be ready to play. And that's another one of those things to me. They played – they started at Vanderbilt. I think they played uh, Florida, and then they went to College Station. So, I mean, it is the Tough. SEC. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not – they're not playing, you know, Alabama A and M every weekend, you know. So, um, they're going to be good. They've got a good roster. They're going to be ready to play. I mean, it, those Arkansas Miss series, and really, it seems like in any sport, it's just a little bit different. So they'll be ready to play, and I know we will be. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Uh, you know, we mentioned their record for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It's almost like once they won the title, like ah, yeah. we're done. We don't need a ba- we don't need a baseball program anymore. We're good to go. Man, it, it's like a, it's like they were almost gave, gave up the program like you're willing to sacrifice <laughs> yeah. the program for a title you know it's, it, it's weird that it's happened to both teams you know back-to-back years this way for you sure. know what there are probably a lot of programs that would trade yeah. it off for a couple of down years yeah. win a championship and then try to rebuild it yeah i think yeah. I, I think dave van horn would be like i'll i'll take i'll it's take hard for me to say i wouldn't yeah i'd say if it, if it meant a college world series title i'll be yeah. like dude if there was uh, if you win a title within three years straight after that you don't make postseason I'll be like, yeah i'd probably consider it i probably do like the sustained success but yeah a title, i mean he's got a, it, it it's past due for him to get one i mean i know we've been right there but he he deserves it all the you know everything he's put done for the program and all that it, it's beyond time and Let's just get it done. Yeah, please. And that way you can get that monkey off your back yeah. for forever, too. Uh, we actually have uh, some on our Asher Record Life and feedback come from Ashton. Has a question for you. It says, Trent, did you ever face a hitter that's similar to Dylan Cruz now? And what was your approach to a dominant hitter like that when you were on the mound? Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was a guy for LSU. It might have been 2011. Rafe Rimes. He, was, he hit, I think he I hit. I remember four, that guy, yeah. I think he hit 400 all year. Right, He batted right-handed. He was – you couldn't get him out. Now, he didn't hit – from what I remember, he wasn't a five-tool guy. Like, he hit, he didn't hit for power. He couldn't leave the yard at any moment. He just he would just spray the ball everywhere. And uh, those guys are just tough, man. I mean, they 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 grind out at bats. I mean, that Cruz kid is – I don't know if I've seen anyone better in college. I mean, it's incredible how good he is out there. But I think you got to – I mean, at this point, you start getting some scouting reports on a guy, and sometimes, I mean, man, you almost, depending on the situation of the game, you don't let him beat you at all. I mean, you're sometimes you're willing to let him just get on base, one of those deals. And, uh, man, it it's hard to say because he's a righty and I was a lefty, and he probably would have tore me up pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, 
Man, I, I'm not really sure how you get the guy out from what I've seen. you got to hope he kind of gets himself out sometimes, you know, chasing some pitches like that. As a pitcher, what's more difficult, going against a batter that you know can just hit the ball anywhere or going against somebody that is a definite home run hitter and you know that any pitch they can take out? Yeah, I I would have – I like facing probably the power hitters more just because, I mean, if you make your pitches, they, a lot of times those guys can't get their self out, but a guy that – is willing to hit the ball down the first baseline. You know, take what those guys are just tough, man. I mean, they just kind of wear you down and grind you down. And that's what our lineup reminds me of a little bit is they like to see a lot of pitches, you know, and do a lot of things different than our lineups the past couple years have. So I think you can kind of see why we eventually, like, break through offensively through the game. Speaking with Trent Daniel here in the Jones and Son, uh, or not on the Jones Son Diamond and Bridal Giant Jewelry Hotline. You probably would be if you were on the phones, but uh, we're in the Hogsmeade Market Studios here. Uh, you know, something else that uh, I, w- I was fascinated about, of course, Arkansas, the series that they have dropped so far was to LSU. LSU is number one, looking pretty dominant. And people keep talking about this uh, this Paul Skins guy, like that, the, the pitching that he does. I'm just curious. I'm like, okay, how does – I'm not trying to accuse or say anything, but I'm just like, how does a guy – like him, go from like, yeah, he's pitching, you know, upper 80s, lower 90s, and then one year, boom, he's over here throwing hundreds, like going into the sixth inning. Like, I, it, that well, just blows my mind. At the top of the list for me, Wes Johnson's at LSU. That's, that's always a that's, good point. Yeah, yeah. that's going <laughs> to yeah. completely, I mean, if you watch their arms, it's like 95 plus, every one of them. It's like, well, this is this got Wes Johnson's fingerprints all over the staff. Another thing I heard, they interviewed Skeens, I think, the sec, after, you know, game two. I think he said once he stopped doing a lot of the military stuff, his body was recovering better and in a better spot for him, and that's why he's seen these jumps. But to me, it's a lot of it's Wes Johnson. I mean, we all know how good Wes is. We experienced it here. Yeah. So with Wes, is it uh, is it how how does he go about recruiting a guy to get him to say that they're going to buy into what what he's doing there? Yeah, I think he's he's so big in analytics and his programs and all that. I didn't get to play for Wes. He came in just a little bit after me but I mean just from everything I've heard about him you know there's a lot of respect for him as a coach and it's not I don't think it's too hard of a sell when you're a really good pitching coach and you just left a team I think the twins were leading their division when he left last summer you come to LSU it's not a hard sell to hey come play in Baton Rouge and I'm your pitching coach I mean for me it'd be tough to turn that down I would want to be a Razorback but I can see why they've made a jump now it seems like they kind of had a lull and made some coaching changes and i mean west johnson's gonna change how the team plays there's no question yeah it's just the the amount of velocity that that goes through too and because i've always at least i heard maybe it's just because fans are fans like during the time when he was at arkansas there were you know talking about pitchers and just you know late in the season you know they just throw so much so hard so often that it wears on you. And I think that that's always been a fascinating thing when it comes to pitching and just in general. And if you're a pitching coach and if you're in college where you're pretty limited as far as how many scholarship guys you have or at least partial scholarship guys you have to make sure that all works, that's always been the thing I've been curious about is just as far as how how do you balance that where it's like you want your guys to throw hard and, and do all that, but you also don't want to have injuries, don't want to get fatigued, make sure they're getting the rest. That's a, I feel like that's probably one of the more – important balancing acts that are needed for something like that. Yeah, and I think, you know, it starts in the off season with those guys, the programs they're doing and all that. And and then, you know, these coaches are so in tune with their players. You start figuring out what works, you know. I mean, you start – he kind of looks fatigued. You know, maybe he needs to take a – you know, we need to rest him a couple games. And I know that uh, DVH had mentioned none of our relievers were going to throw today had they played. You right. Know, start, I mean, there's time – you get a lot of rest in college baseball. I mean, a week between games is a lot. You know, in minor league ball, you're you're playing every day almost. I mean, you only get a couple of days off. So, I think you do get those rest periods. It's a, it's it's on the players a lot to do their part. You know, diet. How are they doing their recovery stuff? You know, are they in there with the trainer? Certain things like that, and that's how you kind of, you know, are able to make it through June. Yeah, I can't imagine that. I could say, kid, I, I get winded if I'm throwing a football around forever. And, yeah. like, of course, you just got to be attuned to that and exercising to that, too. And, uh, and there's a lot of arm maintenance. I mean, yeah. every day you're – I mean, there's some guys, I, you know, like I don't think Skeens, I think he said he wasn't picking up a ball the next day. There are some guys that like to go back out and extend it a little bit or they take it easy. And, you know, you start to figure it out when you get in college what works for you a little so bit So what more. was yours? What was the way you did it? Well, I mean, it, mainly as a reliever, I was – Always Unless good. it was a big, a longer extended outing, I didn't have too many of those at Arkansas. I I still like to throw the day after and just kind of, you know, like 
stretch it out a little bit and get loose some I, you know i didn't have to just burn everything out but i did like to come in the next day and and do all those things and toss even lightly you stay connected to the game in any way other than watching are you coaching you uh train players you do anything like i that? don't i was i was doing some lessons for a little bit of uh, actually in the off season for professional ball when i come back i would do lessons a bunch with dj baxendale his dad and them they have a you know a big time uh travel team even i mean they're stretched even through litter rock northwest arkansas and all that but I did uh, lessons for a little bit back in Bryan. I, I don't do much of anything now as far as baseball goes. Yeah, so you're going to be one of those, like, when you have kids in the, like, the little, little league and stuff, yeah. like be that coach. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. As I say, because that, that was the thing where, uh, you know, when I, was, when I was growing up, and, of course, I played baseball. That was about the extent of where I played baseball was just in Little League, too. But uh, actually, uh, a, friend, a mutual friend of ours, Chase Hutchinson's mm-hmm. dad, was uh, was our coach, and I remember he always reminded me, and I always thought he was Randy Johnson because he looked, he was tall, he looked yeah. just like Randy Johnson, <laughs> and uh, you know, it, but it was like when you get somebody that knows the game, and it, you can, you know, obviously somebody like you who could be able to to teach it or coach it at at a at a small level or a little league level there too, you know, that, that's something that people will definitely appreciate. Not to say that not everybody appreciates the the work and time that they put in, but. You know, when you uh, when you're dealing with kids at that young age, I'm sure you were the same way in little league, man. That's yeah. where your love became for baseball. Yeah, playing I, it. I can think of some guys back. I mean, Brian's got such a good program. When you, I mean, starting real young, and that's pretty obvious with what you see come out of Bryant. But um, I can remember some professional guys and guys that played in college. Or we had great coaching, even in Legion ball. The, our two coaches then played at Arkansas State and. So I mean, those guys. A lot of those guys get back, give back for nothing. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. getting paid for any of that, and it's just the love of the game. And I, I definitely credit my success in my career to. I mean, I could go through a list of coaches, but a lot of guys that, even if they only played in high school, but they a great knowledge of the game and um, you know just giving back to yeah. kids. Yeah, it's important too. But uh, we're up against it. We're going to continue on and having Trent Daniel, former Razorback, here in studio, soon to be sponsored, and uh, we're going to have some fun with him too. If you got any questions or anything for Trent. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. We'll get to that and a lot more here on the Trigger Tuesday. So stay with us on Out of Bounds. Insure your auto, home, life, and everything in between with Shelter Insurance. Find a local agent by calling 1-800-SHELTER or at shelterinsurance.com. Sports Center. The UConn Huskies are your national champions after taking down the San Diego State Aztecs 76-59 last night. It was one of the most dominant runs through March Madness that we've seen as they won six games by an average of 20 points. It is their fifth national title in school history, all of those coming after 1999. With their fifth title, they are now tied with Duke and Indiana. They only trail UCLA's 11, Kentucky's 8, and North Carolina's 6. Of course, with the college basketball season now being over, outlets have released their way-too-early top 25s. ESPN and CBS have Arkansas ranked 12th. And in other college basketball news, Oral Roberts guard Max Smith has entered the transfer portal. He averaged 22 points, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists last year. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Little Rock, it's time for the Final Four in the national title game. This Saturday, the Final Four has bucket and shot specials. Monday night, happy hour for the championship game till 7 p.m. And Monday night has beer bucket and shot specials. So come catch the action at the number one sports bar in Little Rock three years in a row. Plenty of TVs, not a bad seat in the house, and burgers, wings, sandwiches, tacos, loaded fries, and more. NCAA Final Four Saturday, championship Monday. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at hjtrailersales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Yep, that's the sounds of all my friends and another great deck party of mine. And what do you not hear? That's right, no mosquitoes. That's because Sanders Ground Essential provides me with a monthly mosquito barrier spray. Call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. 
Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. It's Justin Ankery, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting, as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to deal with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Is your Oaklawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oaklawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror, but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear view, be smart. Pull over. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. 18 to shoot. Brazil drives. Whoa! What a throwdown on Broke Lead. Dude, what an incredible wow. athletic move oh by Brazil. Gosh. Oh my goodness. That sports center play right there to the right. He crawled right on top of him and just dunked it on his head. He he was at least two and a half feet above that rim. Wow. On 1037 the buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It's as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app. College baseball, MLB, NBA, boxing, MMA, golf, all the sports wagering you want, it's all covered at Bet Saracen. And you can get uh, any of the odds you want from favorites and underdogs, great in-game betting, flash betting, prop bets. There are plenty of prop bets going on right now. They have master specials, NBA specials, MLB and UFC specials. So for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you want to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com and you want to check out those master specials right now. You got a couple of days to get that in. Be sure to check out the video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is out of bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, also got former Razorback baseball player Trent Daniel here in studio with us as well. We'll get to Trigger Tuesday and talk about things that are bothering us in the world of sports. Uh, I will say, though, this comes from uh, our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. It says, uh, Trent just got on Miss First Part, tried to call Pete yesterday, hope the warehouse is okay and I can get fireworks this year. Uh, but it says he is, uh, he's taking some donations Friday from church to Emmanuel. It might take a couple of my grills. If y'all want me to come by and cook for y'all and volunteers, come hang out with Joe at Buzzbecue. It's a time. Tell Ashton to stop asking LSU questions. We get it. So <laughs> we, uh, with Buzzbecue thing, we actually do, we set up a tent and, yeah. and help you guys out with that over there too. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the, uh, name of the, of the Buzzbecue tent that you guys got set up? Well, it's for you. I don't know what y'all do. I think it's just for yeah. It's for y'all. General, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know because we kind okay. of set it up and we're out of y'all's way. But I know we've done it for the past several years. Awesome. We've helped you guys out over there. Yeah. Well, that's coming up again here soon. Yes. I guess uh, on May thirteenth. Yep. So we'll be here before we know it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah hopefully. Yeah, and, and Lee, he always has a great area to oh, go yeah. hang out, and uh, he's always giving away some great samples. Yeah. Well, that's that's honestly 
it's probably the best part of Buzzbecue is just getting the free yeah. samples and trying yeah. them out and you know, the uniqueness of it. We had some great weather there last year, too, so hopefully we get some good weather this time it's around. It's always hit or miss. I know. Yeah. Sometimes it, it could be 90 degrees out there. Other times it's raining. Yeah. And then there have been times it's been cold at Buzzbecue. <laughs> well, believe tw- it or not. I've, I've, well, the thing is, I've only been twice because the first year we had to cancel because obviously because of COVID that I was here. Uh, but the past two have been solid weather days, so knock on wood, hopefully the third one's a charm there, too. Uh, but uh, yeah, it should. It's always great for for Buzzbecue and uh, seeing everybody out there too. And also, as a reminder, folks, our golf tournament here on the Buzz Buzz Golf Tournament that is, it's next Monday. So we still have some openings for the morning flight. So if you want in on it, you gotta get registered at 1037thebuzz.com. It's gonna be at Rebsman right over here uh, on the riverfront, presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka, which uh, we appreciate them being the. Uh, having the tent down there at the Derby, but also uh, always appreciate them being a part of the Buzz Golf Tournament. Also, Double B's, Mosquito Joe's, and Michelob Ultra, which I appreciate that, too, being an Ultra fan myself. So, it's going to be a great event, and uh, we still got a few morning flights, so if you want to register, if you haven't signed up yet, go check it out at 1037thebuzz.com. All right, it is a Trigger Tuesday, and just like every Tuesday, we're going to talk about all the things bothering us in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and get into it. I'm angry! I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is a Trigger Tuesday. I'll go ahead and kick it off. This is something I kind of alluded to yesterday, but I will expound upon it this time around. I understand it's, it, it's a losing battle. I understand why you're going to have the college football national championship on a Monday night and college basketball championship on a Monday night. I understand it. I get it. But (laughs) that being said, having the game at 820 Central Time last night, I I was fine because I stay up late anyways. But, like, if you're somebody who has to wake up really early in the morning and for for work, for your job, whatever it is, or even just waking up in general for a normal, like, 8 to 5 job, the fact that that game starts at 8.20, you know commercial breaks are going to be longer. You know half times are going to be longer. You know, like, and I, you, you, want, you have to watch one shining moment because that's, that's the whole thing. That's the ribbon on the season. You have to watch that. It's like midnight by the time that comes around. And it's just like, I, I get, if you're going to do it on Monday night, fine, but can you just try to do what you can to help out everybody? Because we're talking about the Central Time, the East Coast people. It's 9.20 by the time it happens. So, again, I know it's above my pay grade when it comes to TV and, and ratings and money and all that stuff. I'm sure there is very good reasons why they do it. But just for the casual, like, watching the game, getting done with the game, watching one shining moment, and going to bed at a decent hour, it just doesn't exist if you want to watch the college basketball championship or the college football championship. If there's some other alternative, I'm all for it. But, man, that's just really annoying how late those games end up being. Bit of a difference with uh, basketball and football because basketball has always been that way, so people know what right. They true, true. And then with football, there's always that question of should it actually be on a Saturday when most college football is being played. But um, the women's game, they did it right because they made a change to it. Usually, that's in prime time on Sunday. They had it earlier in the day on Sunday and. They had the largest viewership they've ever had. One of the many things women's basketball in college is doing better than men's college basketball. Like, hey, how about quarters? Why not do that? Or, hey, advancing the ball on timeouts. What a yeah. concept. So wake up, men's basketball. Get Just follow their lead because obviously they know what they're doing a lot more than you do when it comes to scheduling. So that goes right into the trigger with uh, women's basketball, women's college basketball. Just making something of nothing with all this trash talk and the back and forth, what everybody's saying about it. The players are the ones that are in the middle of it. They're not complaining about it. No. So everybody else picking a side and saying this is the right way to handle it and there's something wrong here. The players don't have a problem with it. Caitlin Clark, everybody wanted to say something and kind of defend her. She was the one that talked a lot of trash during the tournament altogether, and she didn't have a problem with receiving some of that trash talk because her team was losing at the time. So... Everybody's trying to make a bigger deal of it than it actually is. Yeah. I, I still, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, and I was like, you know, my thoughts were just like, yeah, I, you know, she, I think Angel went a little over the top. Yeah, I did. But again, I didn't care enough about it to get into arguments with people over it. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're, if they're fine with it, 
If the teens are fine with it, everybody that matters is fine with it, then you shouldn't care. It's fine. They're moving on. They're both going to be just fine. If they, if, if you know, for all the criticism or whatever, they're all going to be just fine. So just keep moving on. And, and there were some people that that's all they saw. So they wouldn't right. take issue with it. Now with Caitlin Clark, they went back and cut up some of the videos of her trash talking and um, just the you, you can't see me. She was doing that. So that's kind of where Angel Reese got it from. But there was one clip where she told a player, shut up, you're down by 15. <laughs> so, I mean, she's doing that trash talking, but she is backing it right. up on the court because of how she plays and how, you know, her team was winning because of the fact that you know, she's laying it all out there. Well, they did great in the ratings, and if they want to do even better in the ratings, all you know what they got to do, have those two teams and those two players meet again next year, if that's at all possible. Yeah. Oh, they would love it. Oh, I man. think to your point, Joe, I mean, her – response to it in the press conference was kind of like I didn't even really, you know, I was going to shake hands or whatever. It's because she knows that she was doing the same thing. So it's like I got to be able to take it back. You know, I mean sure it might have been a little over the top, but I mean, it is what it is. It's just part of it. Yeah. Sue Bird even famously said uh, because Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, they were doing a version of the Manning cast. Mm -hmm. They do that also. And Sue Bird said, yeah, if you dish it, you can take it. She's like, that's why she never did it because she's like, I'm not going to engage in the trash talk because I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's why I love Pat Bev. He'll t- he'll dish it out, and people will give it right back to him. Yeah. But guess what? He takes it. He owns it, and that's what it's Austin about. Austin Reeves gave him the same gesture yep. he gave LeBron. Yep. And guess what? He didn't. And no one freaked out. No one gave a problem out of it. Just moving on. So yeah, part of it. Yeah. What about you, Trent? Anything triggering you in uh, sports? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it could be a beating a dead horse by now. But um, you know, Sunday's game, we got SEC Player of the Week coming up, and he's stepping into the box and. Get the strike three called on him, runner on third, one out. You know, and I'm, the pitcher's not ready. I know there's a rule for it. I just, I'm still trying to figure out what is even going on with the pitch clock. And I think DVH even talked about it a little bit post game. Sometimes it feels like it's a quick 20 seconds. Sometimes it feels like it takes forever. And you know, I, I can understand if he was walking around and all that. I don't. I don't. It just. I'm. I'm not used to it yet. And I know we're we're getting into the season on you know deeper here, but it's still frustrating to me to see the bat taken out of a guy's hands. He's literally in the box, maybe not completely set. Right. But he's right there, and the pitcher's not ready. So I don't really understand. that They've got to do something to, I guess, fine-tune this rule. Well, my thing was is that uh, they said that they guess the batter has to be 100, like, completely ready. And I'm like, to me, as soon as he steps in, yeah. that's when he's ready. Yeah. If his bat's down or whatever, it doesn't matter. Because he's in the box. Throw the pitch. Exactly. So he, It's up to him to be ready for the pitch. And he's in the box. He, I mean, why does he have to be completely set? Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't really understand that. I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know that I will this yeah. year. Well, my again, I, I think that it should be, yeah, if, if you're in the box, you're you, that's it. Like, you're good. Yeah. Who cares what you're doing? You could be sitting there, you know, sitting in the box exactly. if you wanted to. It's on the batter to be ready for the pitch. Exactly. If you're in the box, it, it's it's time. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that one, too. And, you know, again, that was that was in a very big situation. Yeah. And obviously, Arkansas ended up winning still, so that was nice. But It's going to cost somebody this year. I, I mean, when it really matters. I mean, you can just see it. Like, mm-hmm. that, that was a huge situation there. I mean, another run, go up by two. I mean, that that's big to not even get that opportunity from the best player all weekend. Can't wait for the World Series to be decided this year in college. Oh it's going to happen, and it's going to happen to Arkansas. You watch it; it's going to happen. <laughs> no. uh, they're going to be up there, and it's just like they're like, "Hey, got to win it." They got bases loaded, two outs, full count, and it's boom. There it is. Yeah, I just can't wait. <laughs> he did have to two happen. feet in the dirt? Yeah, one and a half. Yeah, yeah, not enough toes there too. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, hopefully. It continues to get adjusted and uh, gets better, but man, that was yeah, that that was pretty bad too. Also, the uh, coach uh, mocking the hawk call was yeah. quite something. Yeah, so. that was interesting. Uh, I think he at, after game three, I think he did another gesture to the fans and like a pl- like clap his hand or something. You know, it was just good fun. But it seemed like seemed like it kind of affected our guys and they turned it on a little bit. Then you know it. It didn't work out for mm-hmm. Alabama, hey, to say the least. Whatever it takes. Yep. Whatever it takes. Because we talked about trash talking. If you dish it out, you can take it. Well, yep. it's always better if you're the one that's on the winning side of it, too. So. Yeah, it got a little bit emotional there. Yeah, the emotions over, yeah. overtook him. So. Yeah, it was more funny than yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Especially doing over the top the way he did it was <laughs> really funny. Like, just, it was just, oh, yeah. It was, it was, well, a, it was an entertaining thing. So, but, uh, a, yeah, we'll, go, okay. we'll get to more of that on the other side of the break because I know we got uh, your Razor Rog update and a lot more here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. So, stay with us. Fellas, 
Need an annual health exam for work? Or do you just want to start your year prioritizing your health? I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Back in 1953, Whit Davis and his wife started Whit Davis Lumber Company. 70 years and four stores later, this family-owned business is still going strong. During their 70th anniversary sale, you'll find unbeatable deals on a variety of products. But if you're looking to score a deal on a grill, now's the time. They're offering $70 off any grill purchase now through April 15th. Go see my friends at Whit Davis and Jacksonville Cabot Greenbrier and Sherwood during their 70th anniversary sale going on now through April 15th. Finding great people to hire is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's pretty difficult, right? Well, ZipRecruiter has mastered finding a needle in a haystack, so they take it to the next level. They make hiring so simple that it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. And that's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. Here's what it's like to use ZipRecruiter. They have so many qualified candidates that it's easier to find the right ones for your roles. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's a lot of needles. So how do they do it? ZipRecruiter's powerful technology sends you candidates who are a great match for your job, and you can even invite your top choices to apply. So if you want less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Shh. (laughs) Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> oh my gosh, Roger, what a great show. Great. I mean, very I good. It's great. I mean, it was at least very It'll good. It'll be even better tomorrow. You got your Trey Reeve, you got RJ Hart, we got Brady Slavin. That's going to be good. And we're talking a little bit more help for our uh, fellow Arkansans. Did you go to our website to find out all the places that are giving out services and aid? Exactly right. 1037thebuzz.com. The rest of my life going to start today. If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fun loans. Apply securely for your fun loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Josenberger leads at first with one away. Reached on an air. Here's the 3-2 on Wagner. Josenberger taking off, hit high in the air, and struck well. Deep to right center field. Dylan Cruz going back, leaps up at the wall, and it's out of here. A two-run jack. Jared Wagner depositing his 10th bomb of the year, 41st of the season for the Hawks, and they strike first and in a hurry. On 1037 The Buzz. It feels good to see the world getting loose. Feels good to see the world getting loose. I don't know about you, Sack Noel. I don't know about you, Phenom. I don't know about you, Mike Shadow. I don't know about you, but I feel good. Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and one of the things I can guarantee you does not trigger me is Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville because they have been doing business since 1957 and to this day remain the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership 
is there right off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville under the big American flag. We know that with Guadney Chevrolet, you're going to get that awards-winning sales and service, a friendly, no-pressure environment, comfortable, new, state-of-the-art showroom, all that great stuff. But the best thing about them is they have the best deals you'll ever get in any dealership, ongoing each and every month, and they have plenty of inventory. Because isn't that got to be the most frustrating thing is if you hear about some of these other dealerships around there, hey, we got these great deals. You're like, oh, can't wait. Go over there, and they have no cars. And who wants to do with that? Who wants to deal with that? Never at Guadney Chevrolet do you have to worry about that, as they're always going to have plenty of inventory, not only on new cars, but also on pre-owned vehicles, too. They've been family-owned by Arkansans since 1957, so go and check them out. See how great the experience is, whether it's for the sales, whether it's for the service, whether it's the high-quality vehicle that you have, no matter what it is. 13-0 TP White Drive in Jacksonville with Guadney Chevrolet is the way to do it. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Watney Chevrolet and GuadneyChevrolet.com. Again, Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We've got former Razorback Trent Daniel with us here in studio. Been talking uh, about some uh, different things with baseball and, of course, uh, it being a Trigger Tuesday. And we'll have your Razor Hog update in uh, just a little bit. But uh, let's go to the phone lines. we got Ryan, who's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Hey, I want to uh, say hi to my buddy Trent. Uh, I'm actually a classmate with Trent uh, Bryant. So I uh, hope he's having a good day. And uh, I wanted to kind of get into... Uh, how unlucky Arkansas has been the last couple of years, three years, really, over, you know, like the injuries. And then I don't know if anybody's really realized this in basketball, too, when it gets to the tournament. The last three years, the people that have beat us or put us out of the tournament have either, has either won the tournament or been the runner-up. So two out of three years, it's been the winner. The last year was the runner-up. That, that's, that's, that's kind of wild if you really think about it. I mean, three straight years of that. Well, yeah, I will say, though, uh, Ryan, that uh, Duke actually wasn't in the title game. They did go to the Final Four. Uh, they lost North Carolina. But, no, your point stands, right. though, that, um, you know. Still it, two out of the three years, though, you're still losing to the winner. Yeah, yeah. I know, and it just shows how dominant that, uh, you know. Well, again, I, I even talked about it a little bit, uh, I think maybe yesterday, but it, it's like, especially in the NCAA tournaments, and you can say it for other sports, too, whether it's college baseball or whatnot, but. Uh, you know, it's uh, yes, it's about skill. Yes, it's about playing at your best at the right time. It's about the talent and coaching, all that. But there's a lot of luck involved too. There, there's a lot of best right. about the matchups where I'm not saying it would have for sure happened. But if Arkansas didn't had to play have to play UConn in the, in the Sweet 16, Arkansas could have been a Final Four team for all we know. But when you go into a buzzsaw like that, uh, it, it, you know, sometimes it's just about when you play them. And unfortunately for Arkansas, they played them in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not griping. I'm just, you know, I'm just. It's just sometimes like the old saying goes that it's hard to be a Razorback fan sometimes. But I wouldn't trade it for nothing. So that's all I got. Hope y'all have a great day and uh, go Hogs. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, good to hear from you, Ron. It's been been a been a minute, man. But uh, I I felt like if we got past UConn, that the path was there for sure. Just you know, I, I like the matchup of Gonzaga and UCLA. If we could squeak by UConn somehow, but that wasn't going to happen this year. No way. Mm-mm. Not the way they were playing. Especially with uh, just you know the matchup and then how tall and, and they just didn't have a weakness to them no. e- either there. But you know, I, they, you know we talk about just you know I, bringing up Alabama because I like to make fun of them. But it, it's like you know they had like the greatest year that they've ever had, and they got bounced in the Sweet Sixteen. That was a solid year, so I'm not going to take anything away from them as far as that goes. But just goes to show you how tough it is yep. to, to get to that point. Houston, same thing. Like they were so dominant this year, and and those were the two teams that. Looked head and shoulders above everybody else, but uh, due to you know the tournament and the the craziness of it all and you know the circumstances, they get bounced out. Yeah, so just got to hope we're still in there and keep getting opportunities. You know that's all you can really ask for. I know you know the matchups are everything, but let's keep getting in the tournament and give ourselves a chance. It was like the same thing with baseball. Uh, you know, it's like again, yeah, playing at the right time yep. and everything, but. I mean, there's a reason why the number one overall seed in postseason college baseball is only won at one time in 99 with Miami. It's crazy. And then you got a team, just like last year at Ole Miss, they almost didn't make it, mm-hmm. and then they, they, they win it. So, uh, yeah. When do you get hot? Do you have the, the timely hits? All those things, man, they can come together. And Ole Miss was incredibly talented. So, I mean, you can look at it that way, and then you look at their roster. They were They had the pieces there, and they put it together at the perfect time. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, they did that. Uh, Let's go to uh, Stat, who's in Conway. What's up, Stat? Joe, you told me keep the faith, and brother, I'm glad I did. What a great (laughs) week it is to be a Tiger fan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they got it done. They got it done. The uh, gymnastics teams in the semifinals, 
And the baseball team was number one this week. So, all right, great week. Yeah, they have. They've been rolling in sports all together. They got it all going. Yeah, now if we can only get our men's program in in shape, maybe uh, Mulkey needs to go over there and uh, do some things with them. Ah, they don't need any other sports, man. They're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Razorback fans hate it when I call when I'm in this type of mood, but y'all take it easy. All right. All right. Appreciate it as always, Stad, and you calling in. Kind of had a feeling that that's probably the direction it was going to go. But yeah. Hey, when you're uh, when you got some good things going yeah. on, you gotta you gotta be happy about it and proud of it too. It's Customer Appreciation Day at Twin Peaks, so today you can go by and uh, purchase a beverage. And with that purchase of a beverage, you can get cheeseburger and fries bundle all day for only six dollars. So they're looking out for their customers today, and they're going to take care of you at Twin Peaks. And then tomorrow. Uh, they're going to do a photo shoot for Miss Twin Peaks, which is coming up. And that's going to be uh, uh, from 5 to 9 at the West Little Rock location. But Miss Twin Peaks is going to be crowned here soon in Nashville. So they're getting the ball rolling. They're going to get it all started at West Little Rock tomorrow with a photo shoot from 5 to 9. So customer appreciation day today. Get the cheeseburger and fries all day for $6 and then get by tomorrow and check out that in-store photo shoot getting ready for Miss Twin Peaks. Yeah, we're going to have to get Trent out there when we uh, broadcast live from Twin Peaks once again. I'll so. gladly come hang out. Yeah, it's a good time out there. I haven't been for two months because I've been traveling, yeah. so I, I've been missing out on it. I've been sad. i gotta got to get back to it. It's always a great time, So, uh, especially with... Uh, you know, during that time and kind of getting ready into the weekend for those Fridays as well. So best yeah. place to watch any sports going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Set up there. Yeah, because if you, again, I, I've said it before. It's like if you can't find a TV that has your like, the, I don't know what you're in the closet or something. You're in the bathroom because it's like it, they got they TVs actually have them there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's even that's on you more so than anything. Like it's it, it's like they got them all over the place. They're in the stall, I think. Yeah, it's like if you can't find them, if you can't find the sports you're looking for and wanting to watch, then that, that's a you problem there too. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have Connor O'Gara join us on the other side. Talk a little uh, football with him, NFL draft, and as well as uh, something he, he wrote about must, too. Uh, are, you're a golf guy, right? You, you, I, I don't play too much. I mean, a lot of my buddies do and all that, but I, I keep up with it. Okay, I didn't you know if you were, like, excited about the Masters or is it more just, like, I'm casual a, view? I'll be watching so. it for sure and definitely, you know, listen to Jim Nance and the final call and all that, so... Yeah, I'll be tuning into that. Okay. You got a favorite golfer that you actually root for? Is it just kind of like whatever? No, I wouldn't say so. I just kind of okay. watch. Yeah. I'm I'm just always rooting for Tiger. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Definitely want to see Tiger. Is what it is. I didn't know if you were like a live guy or a PGA <laughs> guy because apparently. <laughs> no. I, I'd like to know if there's someone out there. It's just like, ah, just as long as the someone from the live wins. That's what I'm about. <laughs> it's like, it's like almost like it's become a team, even though it's not really a team that people really care about. But anyways, yeah, we're going to have some Masters talks tomorrow. And uh, have some fun with that because it is coming up and it's going to be exciting. But we got a uh, top of the hour update to take. Well, we'll have your Razor Hog update. We'll get to that in the next hour. But uh, Connor O'Gara, uh, O'Gara of Saturday Down South is going to join us. Uh, he had some uh, some thoughts on not only Anthony Richardson, but some of the other SEC quarterbacks heading into the NFL draft. We'll talk to him about that as well as uh, Eric Musselman. He's a huge fan. We'll ask him why. We'll get to that and a lot more here in the third hour of Out of Bounds. Coming up. Stay with us. User-friendly. It's a term that's thrown around a lot in today's business and tech climate. Hmm, wonder what a user-not-so-friendly world would be like. Okay, so I just enter her employee ID here and... Ha ha. Wrong button again. You are not smart. At The Payroll Company, our iSolved platform is the user-friendly tech you need for things like a one-click payroll preview and the ability to review and process payroll from any device. You are being too friendly. Yeah, we know. Less headache.